0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pre-Med Uncultured. First episode. Hi, my name is Chuka Anu. We are here um, doing this episode with my co-host, Kate McKay. Um, Our goal in this podcast um, is going to be able to talk to you about real issues um, facing pre-med communities um, across the world, right? And we're excited to be here. We're going to be vulnerable. We're going to be real. We ask the same of you. Let's get after it. All righty. Kate, we are, we're finally doing the thing, sis. The podcast has been an imaginative theme for so long. How do you feel to be here today?
1: I'm so excited. This has been, you know, as we said, a big idea for a while and now it's finally coming to fruition. So I'm very excited.
0: Go team. And so ta- introduce the people. Who are you? Tell them about yourself briefly. Go.
1: So I am currently uh, going to be applying this next cycle. Um, I'm from Scottsdale, Arizona. I played D1 soccer here for the University of Pittsburgh for four years. Um, I was a bio major, chem minor, typical typical path to medicine. My dad's a physician, so uh, medicine's been in my family for a very long time, and I'm really excited to share um, the little details that I've learned over the past couple of years, and through this program,
0: go team! Thank you so much for that. And so, ladies and gentlemen, on the voice here is this is Chuka Anu. Um, Chuka, yes, that's my real name. Um, from Nashville, Tennessee, up here, I'm um, in the BMP program with Kate McKay, um, Pittsburgh. It's snowing out today, yo. It's we are we're in a different environment, but yeah. And so, a little bit about myself, you all. Um, like I said, from Nashville, Tennessee, went to undergraduate at Middle Tennessee State University. Globe, go Blue Raiders. Um, now I'm up here at Pitt. I'm in the application cycle. Things are going. Interviews are going. Um, and hopefully more acceptances are on the way. And I'm excited to share that with you all, share my journey, um, learn from you all as much as I hope you all will learn from Kate and I. And so in our first um, sort of pilot episode here, what we would love to do is talk about um, what is pre-med culture and why we have named this podcast pre-med uncultured. Kate, do you mind, share share our vision with the viewers and and the listeners.
1: So, I think that pre-meds get a very bad rep, and some of it is justified. That's for sure. I'm sure we've all had similar experiences throughout our undergrad or even in graduate school, or even if you're in medical school now or dental school. You have these kids that really make the community insufferable and difficult to be part of and intimidating and kind of push you out of medicine for that type of community. And so essentially what we want to do is bring to light the good people in medicine, the people who kind of get pushed to the shadows and bring your guys' voices out and make the information that's a little bit hidden from us, you know, whether you want it to be hidden or not, or if you have to go out and seek it, available to the masses and available to you guys to make this process us less intimidating, more achievable, more attainable for more people that otherwise wouldn't be in medicine and that need to be.
0: Oh, that's real. That's gospel, y'all. That's gospel. And and I think just to reaffirm that, Kate, is like, I think that we've had this vision of real stories, real advice from real people, right? I think that we often talk about there's this disconnect, right? Like, I remember y'all get yourselves, get yourselves, everybody, right? Because you know, you go to your pre-med advisor's office. Right. And you got some some person talking to you. Right? At least I'll talk about myself. I I want my pre-med advisor's office. I'm sitting here. Homegirl's telling me about I need to be doing this. I need to be doing this. I need to be do this. Do, 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 I need to be doing this. Right. And I'm like, Sis, have you yourself gone to medical school? Have you yourself been in the application cycle? Like if you've not done, don't say, ooh, that's a bar. Yeah, right. I'm going to say it one more time. If you haven't done, don't say, right? And I think that, like I said, we're going to be real with you all. I'm not, you're not going to hear Chuka talk about things that Chuka has not done. You're not going to hear Kate talk about things that Kate has not done or been through, right? And if there are issues that we are passionate about, we're going to bring people on this podcast who know that, who have been, who've experienced those unique things, right? And have their voices highlighted, right? And that's why this is not our podcast, Kate and I's, but it's ours as in a large community of pre-med people, right? And that's what we ask, right? Real stories. From real people and so Kate let's just get right into it Let's talk about what are the different types of pre-meds right because premeds are it's such a, it's such a wide community right but there's so many different um, subcultures of people right so what are some pre med communities that come to mind when um, when we talk about pre-med?
1: Um, my favorite personally is the ones that just say that they're pre-meds yeah. and, uh, aren't really. And, um, I think that that's totally fine if you don't really know what you want to do in life. And I think that it, sometimes, you know, the decision for medicine isn't just a one day you snap your fingers and you decide you're going to be a doctor. It's the commitment and a long suffering process, but it's the individuals that are in your class that you kind of only see them on test days and, You don't really know why they're there or if they do the homework or they're asking you for homework answers. And it's always a little bit difficult because you want to help them. I mean, if you're like us, you want to help them. But you also don't want to waste your own time and energy dealing with an individual who isn't, you know, invested in putting the work in and reciprocating the effort that you put into them.
0: That's real. You know, that's how lazy to say that. I'm just thinking about even today. We took a test and I see a homegirl walk in. I'm like, I've I never, never seen, seen you. you. <laughs> I, I was shook. I was... She said,
1: "Hello, Doctor Drain." I said, "Who? Who are you?"
0: Exactly. And I feel like we all got those type of people. You know, you call it, call them the midterm, final only, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that's the only time you see them. And so, um, I I think I I really appreciate you even bringing bringing that up, Kate. And so, even another like a second subset of premed is coming to my mind, right? And um, some of you all may be able to know when I say back oh, I know exactly who he's talking about. I'm talking about the people who say they're pre-med by word, but not by action, right? I call, them, I call them the uh, th- this idea of the, the non-serious pre-meds. The so pre-meds would be like, oh, yeah, I'm pre-med. But you'd be looking at them, you never see them studying? They'd be getting the 40 on the exam, like, oh, I'm still pre-med. And you'd be looking at them like, are you really, though? It's like the person saying, I'm going to the NBA, but they ain't ever training. I'm going to NFL. Have you even thrown a ball before? Like, <laughs> come on, I ain't trying to shade like that, but... Is real. And so I think that, that, I think for me at MTSU, I saw so much of that, which was, you know, the inner comic in me is like, ah, yeah, that's great content. But at the same time, I'm sitting there, I felt bad because I felt some people were not practical about the reality of what it means to pre- be part of uh, the pre med community and truly be pre med, right? And there is a, there's a sacrifice, there is hard work that's going to have to, they, that, that it, it takes to even to be a competitive pre-med app can be part of a competitive pre-med culture, right? And competitive and collaborative are not mutually exclusive, you all, but they're rather intertwined. And I think that's one thing that Kate and I hope to demonstrate to you all throughout this podcast series, right, is this idea that we can be high achievers, but also be friendly friends. Ooh, that's a bar. Catch yourself.
1: It's true. And there's also, like, there's beyond school. There's so many different aspects of building yourself up to be able to be a physician and a healthcare provider. And you can you can study and you can know everything in your ochem textbooks. You can know everything about neuroscience. But if you aren't developing yourself as a human, you aren't developing empathy or social skills or an understanding of different cultures and ways that people can become sick that are out of their control. And you know, exposing yourself to your local community, it's difficult for you to be able to walk into a room, specifically a hospital room, and be able to help someone. And I think think that that's where the non-serious pre-meds can kind of take a different step. Maybe they're doing school, but maybe they're not doing the other things. And we'll get more into that in later episodes about why those things are important and how you can differentiate yourself and make you stand out on the application with what you're actually passionate about and not just check boxes.
0: Mm. Mm, y'all this is scripture this is this, this is pre scripture amen hey can the church can the church say amen for the one time um but that's so true and even talking about that this idea of, of being social and being part of a larger community and and Not letting letting medicine be or pre med be a part of your life rather than your entire life, that even brings to this next subgroup that 's coming to mind right now and I call I call them the die hard pre these these are the these are people that like when I say facebook they're they 're thinking about study, not the actual social media right they're thinking like they''re the, they're the type of people like you be, they're be in the library nonstop, right whatever well, the type of the person like they 're quoting like the way they 're quoting scripture when their scripture is like. Nature. They're like, oh, did you read this new Nature article that's talking about something, something, something? I'm like, that's good for you. And don't get me wrong, we all know the type of people who are, gonna, who are, who are like that, who are going to, to get into medical school, do their thing, but the question is, what type of physicians do we want to be? I, you know, I'm, trying, I'm trying to be the type of physician to be able to talk about the new Taylor Swift album. Did I listen to it? Don't talk to me about it. But that new Drake album, that 21 album, Oh, there were some bars on that, y'all. Get yourself, get yourself, right? Uh, and so I think, but I think it's about how can we um, sort of be social, right? I think that I knew so many pre-meds during undergrad, right, who were – who their, their entire life was just pre-med. It was like, Kate, all they wanted to do was be in the lab, get a publication. All they were trying to do is do a volunteer, not because they're passionate about it, because, oh, it's just a checkbox thing, right? Or, yeah. hey, I need to do all – it's not – they're just doing all these things just because that was – they They had committed their lives. They never, never asked themselves, who am I in medicine? They just said – I am medicine. I'm going to say that one more time. The question we have to begin to ask ourselves, you all, is who are we in medicine, not we are medicine. We are – it is merely a part of us, not us in, our, in, in entirety, right? And so what's another group of, pe- of people, of pre-meds that could be here, be a part of our community that we want to challenge? It's just as we're challenging ourselves, right? We're going to also challenge you all. What's another group of pre-meds that, that come to mind?
1: Um, I'm going to say I put myself in this category. I'm a generational pre-med for sure. My father was a physician. My father's father was a physician. It goes all the way down the line. My little brother is currently in the cycle, Um, essentially lapped me, which is always fun to talk about at Christmas dinner. But um, (laughs) they're just individuals that kind of were always exposed to medicine and that they're why medicine is kind of because, well... It's been in my family, and that's what I've been pushed to do. And I think that I'm currently struggling with that a little bit and writing my personal comments and statements is, well, medicine was kind of put in my brain at a very young age, and I was kind of pushed into it and inspired by my dad. And as we all know, that's not really the best answer for a why medicine question, um, but it does help you. I mean, I can't tell you guys how lucky I am that I'm, we're doing this organ systems physiology um, homework every single week, and I'm able to call my dad and ask him, hey, can you help me with this? Like I don't think I even understand how like lucky and grateful I am to have that kind of resource and to be able to be so close to medicine in such a tangible way where it's maybe not intimidating to me because, you know, someone I love does it. And multiple people in my family are physicians, so if they can do it, I can do it. And it's, um, it's definitely a humbling experience getting out and not, um, and not having the same experience that you thought you were go- going to have, especially when you look up to people who you love that are in-, in medicine and, you know, getting a bit of a reality check. But, again, that's what this podcast is here for, to, you know, poke and prod you and get you guys thinking about these things, too, and hopefully have you better prepared um, for the future when you do get asked these questions.
0: Mm. That's real. That's real. That's real. And – even as you're talking about that, even another group of pre-meds that came to mind, right? And when I say this, some of y'all be like, hey, that ain't me. If you say that, that's you, right? <laughs> if you're like, ah, that ain't me, Chuka, that ain't me. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, it's probably you. I call I call him the cluster B pre meds. You know, some of y'all be like, did this guy just just throw a MCAT term in this podcast? Yes, I'm him. I'm him at the yes, I said that, right? I call them the cluster B, right? These are the people who, like, right, they think the pre-med guys sent them down here on earth to bless us. They're like, they're, they're the type of person asking you, hey, what are you doing, right? And they're just asking that so they can list their entire CV to you saying, yes, I was at, I was at Dr. Fauci's house um, during, the, <laughs> during the height of the pandemic saying why we need mRNA-based ba- base vaccines to save the world, right? I was at the NIH. I was at the White House understanding all the, uh, if, if, if you have done those things, hey, show love, show love, show love. But I feel that also um, that those, these people are not really, they're not authentic. And I think that oftentimes when they're, when, when they're in an environment, they're always trying to one-up somebody. It's always, hey, I'm doing this. Oh, that's good for you, but I'm doing this even more, right? And I think that that is, that is something I experienced. I remember there was, there was a particular person during my undergrad where I remember people used to call her, she was like, they, they used to call her like, She was like the quote-unquote mom of the pre-med clubs and all this stuff. And she was always telling people, oh, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing this. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And it it created an environment in which people didn't want to be around that person. People didn't want to share their experience. People didn't want to. And I felt like it was oftentimes they were always trying to extract information from you for their own gain and not to support you. Right? And I think one thing I love about Kate and our community here at Pitt, within the graduate program and people who are pursuing mentions that, we are a collaborative group of collective people, right? Who are who are trying to reach a goal, but we're not. It's it's collaboration. We're trying to we're trying to help each other climb this ladder, right? Because I was having a great conversation with a with a friend last night, right? And I was talking about this idea of when we reach the mountaintop, you all, right? Get get with me here. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go psychology mode on you for a real second, right? When we reach that mountaintop, when we, when we come attendings, when we um, start treating patients, when we're working independently, when we get the MD, DO, whatever it may be, right, do you want to be at the top of the mountain by yourself or with a group of people which you learn, which you, in which you learn to grow with, right? I think, I think that's what we look about. Like, we talk about, like, friendships that are built during residency, during medical school, during fellowship. Like, I think those are some of the strongest relationships because tough times build tough people. Tough times build tough groups, right? Real friendships come from real resistance, right? And I think that that is so um, so important. I, like I think when I talk about that cluster B um, sort of pre-meds, so I really think about those people, maybe they're trying to seek community, but their version of community, they, they don't know how to, so they become so individualized, right? Saying, okay, there is no community, so therefore I must fend for myself, right? And mm-hmm. I would encourage you, I, you all, as so I'm encouraging myself and Kate, right, is this idea of how can we be, be beacons? How can we be, be advocates? How can we be catalysts for collective, collaborative, comfortable, non-judgmental communities in the spaces in which we occupy, right? Because if I, like, like I'm talking right now, I knew as soon as I said cluster B pre some of you all, somebody's na- name came straight to mind, right? Or a group of people came straight to mind. Oh, toxic pre came straight to mind. My question is, how in your environment can you be, begin to create a collaborative environment, right? And like I said, everybody's, everybody's fighting their own battle. Some people are doing it out loud. Some people do it in silence. But I think that this journey is rough. Um, I remember I'm thinking of a time back when I was taking Organic Chemistry 1, right? And I used to be sitting in the back, and I'd be chewing on my Cliff Bar, drinking my water, like, chilling, right? And I remember there would be this homegirl right in front of me, right, all the time. But, like, every time she'd come in, something felt off, Right? And I remember, I was, like, I was asking her, like, hey, what's happening, right? Just one day, we were just sitting there, in the like, and she expressed, right, there was all this frustration, all this, she, she just felt overwhelmed by what was expected of her, right? She was like, Chuga, how are we supposed to do research, volunteer, study for organic, take bio, take um, biochem, take, um, like, microbiology, right? We're doing all these things, right, and still have a life outside of that, and still be personable, right? She was like, Chuga, I just don't know if I can do this, right? And I feel like that is not... That is not a an isolated experience. But that is a rather a universal experience amongst pre-meds. And so I'm just saying right now, so if I'm talking about these cluster B pre-meds, y'all, how can we begin to um, to sort of extend our arms and open our doors, rooms, couches to people in, our, in this pre-med community?
1: Very true. And I think, like, all of those, you know that outward, you know, projection of I am better than you and I'm competitive and you're going to have to fight me for a spot. I think that that definitely comes from a place of a little bit of insecurity and feeling like you're competing with yourself. And again, like compassion with these individuals is always going to be, you know, the best way to get the best out of you and yourself and them. Um, all of these different strategies that we'll we'll end up talking about and how to build a community on your own um, and around the the people around you that you care about deeply or maybe even that you hate, like that person in class that you absolutely hate. Maybe they're struggling, like Chuka said, and you can always help them out. But transitioning into the next subtype. I, again, I fit into this one. This is (laughs) student-athlete pre-meds. Chuka just talked about having all of those things on your plate. Um, We'll add on a sport. And I understand that that, um, that I think student-athletes, especially pre-med student-athletes, get a little bit of a bad rep, which is totally fine. Um, now that I'm out of it, I see it, and I understand. I just think that um, there is a l- different level of commitment that comes when you're a student-athlete, and it really translates very well into a medical world and suffering for something bigger than yourself. And obviously, if you ask any student athletes out there, they'll say that they love it and they love the pain and they love representing their school and they love being competitive and then they'll go home and cry themselves to sleep and wish that they didn't have to go to practice in the morning. And I think that there's a lot of parallels between that and trying to pursue a career in medicine. You know, I think that there's a little bit of a stigma with medicine and that people want to go in to be for the financial benefits, and I think we all know if you're at least if you're in medicine that that is not really the case anymore. In that you really have to be a step special type of person to not just get through pre-med, like undergrad, but get through master's school, get through research, get through all that volunteering and all those patient care hours that are essentially free labor um, just to get rejected or just to get, you know, kind of berated by the application process and all that whole cycle. And having to prove yourself over and over and over again, like you're in a game, competing against faceless individuals and standing up against an entire crowd of people and saying, all right, this is me. Judge me. Tell me if I'm good enough. Tell me if I deserve to be here. And that takes an insane amount of bravery. And I think that, you know, again, sports, even if you're in something like art or if you're something in like Chuka does stand up comedy, I think all of these things have wonderful parallels to your life in medicine and the life that you decided to pursue um, if whether you're 16, whether you're 25, whether you're 40 with kids trying to go back to school, you know, you have a lot of these experiences to draw back from. And uh, we can transition from that into the non-traditional pre-meds, the people that we just said. I mean, we have a couple of people in our program um, who I think are really just non-traditional in and in itself. I mean, it's so inspiring to be around them. They are, you know, maybe they work a full-time job when they're a full-time student, Like I said, maybe they're, you know, they have a family. Maybe they, you know, they didn't realize that they wanted to do medicine until, you know, 30 years ago. And they were like, ah, I can't do it. I can't pursue it because I have something else I need to do. Or I have financial obligations. Or I have a family I need to take care of. And now they're finally coming back to it. I think that those stories and that community, whether you're the one that represents it or you're next to someone who's going through that, like the 40-year-old man in your class, and you're like, what is he doing here? Have a conversation with them. Talk to them. Listen to them. Get their story. Share your story. You have no idea who you're sitting next to until you ask, until you have that conversation. And you never know. They could be in a situation where they could help you, you could help them, and then now you have a friend. And now, like Chuka said, 30 years down the line, you're in attending, you call up your buddy, and you say, hey, hey, uh, I need a job. I heard you're the chief of surgery. Can can you get me one of the? Oh my God, Chuka, my guy! I love you so much. Of course, I'd love to have you on our team. And you have a connection. You have a friend. And again, like the mountain, it can be lonely or it can be highly populated. And at the end of the day, everyone's on that mountain. So
0: mm, that's a bar, y'all. Scripture, Amen. For the one time, no. But I think in Kate, I think something you just said really resonated with me. And I want everybody who's listening to this podcast. I know something. I know you may, you may be zoning in and out, but crank up the volume. Hear this. Hear this now. Right? Who is in your premed community? Because when I look at the people who have been supports, have been pillars of, of support for me in this continued journey, I think about people like Kate, a student athlete, right, who's taught me, who's given me a perspective of so much of what student-athlete pre-meds go through. I think of, I think of a, I got a buddy, Jared, right? Non-traditional pre-med. Um, worked at Vanderbilt Life Flight for a long time, right? And he had a kid. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he gets his experience. I'm thinking of people like m- my friend Ella, right, who, who's a who's a Muslim American pre-med, right? Or actually in medical school now. She's in medical school, right? And I look at how much she poured into me and her how her experiences made me aware of certain things within this pre-medical journey, within the medical space at large, which I'd have never known before. I think of of pre-meds um, who are who are first generation, first people in their family to even go to college, first first people in their family to go to medical school, seeing their struggles, right? And and then them pouring their experiences into me, right? I'm thinking, I'm thinking of, of a veteran pre-med, right, who, I, who, who MTSU had a great population of, right? And I, and I think about how they came to recognize their passion for medicine, right? I think about some of my friends who are part of the LGBTQIA community, right, and their journey um, in the pre-med, in, as being pre-med, right, and their journey in the medical space, right? I, I think about even friends who have invited me to their space. I can share, as an African-American male what that means like, what that, what, what that looks like. And I think it's so important that we ask ourselves, who is in our community, right? And because our identities, our perspective is shaped by those around us. And I think that we must be willing to put down our lenses and pick up somebody else's, right? I think that's that's so real. And I think that that's going to make us not only better students, better physicians, but also better people. And I think that that's something that as we've talked about all the different types, right, of pre-meds, right, it's not saying, oh, which type do I want to be or which type am I? That's merely – that's not incorrect. That's just incomplete. I think the completed version of a thought process as we're talking about this is, hey, how can I find community amongst all different types of people? How can I make sure that when people say, hey, who is your pre-med friend group or who are your friend group? You can point them to, oh, yeah, I got, I got a buddy who was selling cars at Porsche dealership. 2 years ago who now who's now doing pre med. Or I got a buddy who was in the Air Force a year ago who's doing pre med. Oh yeah, I got I got a friend she plays soccer at Pitt. Oh, I got a friend who um who just came over from from Palestine, right? Or I got a friend who who's part of the LGBTI LGBTIK A community, right? Excuse me, I'm sorry for messing that up. Um but that's so important, right? Because that that sometimes it's like when you see who your friend group is, that'll that'll let me know, okay, hey, Am I even welcomed in this space, right? And I think about about all the different lessons, life experiences that you can learn from them.
1: Yeah, and at the end of the day, I mean, if you want to be a toxic individual and you want to step on people, to each their own, that's your own prerogative. Um, But if you're uncomfortable in this space that is toxic and that makes you maybe unhappy and makes you shy away from sharing your story and being vulnerable with others, all it takes is one person. Two people is a community. Two people is a a conversation you can have and share experiences. And that creates a foundation. So I'm not going to say that you can have, you know, a big auditorium full of kids that you can all talk to and be besties with and share your experiences overnight. That's not going to happen. It starts with one conversation. And this podcast started with me and Chuka talking and being like, man, toxic pre-med culture, that sucks. I wish we could change it. And then this is now the result of it. And we're having this conversation with you guys and really imploring you guys to explore, you know, how you, how you maybe make other people uncomfortable. Mm. Why the things that you've said make, make people uncomfortable and vice versa. You know, attack those things about you and attack the ways that you know that you can help yourself and help others. And I think that starting now... You don't want to be 35 stuck in your ways speaking to a patient because maybe you'll make them uncomfortable. Maybe it'll be a toxic work environment for you. You want to start early. You want to start now. And you want to be able to look back and say, you know what? I would recommend pre-med to my kids because I had a great time and I had friends and not I was all alone and I was so sad and I was taking organic chemistry and not, you know, living your life. And having the experiences that are not just going to make you, like Chuka said, a better physician, but a better person. And a better friend. I mean, at the end of the day, I think we all have had experiences with physicians. And you can tell who they were probably, uh, what what subculture, what group they were part of in the pre-med or in medical school. You can definitely tell. And I, you have to ask yourself, what, what, kind of, what kind of doctor do I want to be? What kind of friend? What kind of parent? Et cetera, et cetera. What kind of person in another person's life do I want to be? So hopefully with this podcast and what, we, what we're we choosing to do, you guys can, uh, as we say, weed through the weed outs, figure out what you want, figure out what you're passionate about, and uh, become a very good physician. And at the end of the day, have a sense of community in a, in a very, uh, very scary place.
0: No, that's real. Thank you so much for saying all those amazing things, Kate. And and you all as we talked about these things from from um, non-trad pre-meds to veteran pre-meds to student athlete pre-meds to any 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 group of pre-meds if you're out there, get in contact with us, right? Follow us at pre-med Uncultured on Insta. I think in t- DM us, right, and tell us your story. We want to hear from you all because we would love to have you all on the podcast, right, because, like, again, this is not Kate and Chuka's podcast. This is our podcast. This is a premed Communities podcast. And know to our listeners out there that we're going to have so many exciting guests on here from, from people who've, who've found medicine later on in their life, to, who found it early, who did special programs, To people who played sports, professionally, undergrad. And we're excited to, to again, to grow our community, to introduce you to new members of our, quote-unquote, extended family, right? And so if you, are, if you are somebody who wants to be a part of a community who's, who, in which information sharing is the culture rather than information hoarding, right? You're in the right place. If you're a premed who says, hey, I want to learn more about what it takes to be a successful premed. I want to know what it means to be a premed at different environment in different environments. Let me tell you something. You're welcome, right? This is this is your You are welcome to, to be part of this premed community at premed uncultured, right? And so I thank you all. We thank you all for listening today. Um, we're excited for, for more podcasts to come out again. Follow us at premed uncultured on Instagram. Kate, where can they find you at?
1: You can find me on Instagram at KTKMCK or again at premeduncultured, P-R-E-M-E-D-U-N-cultured.
0: And then you all can also find your boy Chuka at Chuka Anu on Instagram. Again, thank you all. Keep striving. Keep hustling. No retreat. No surrender. And again, remember, sometimes in life, before you take a stand, take a seat. We'll see you on the next one.